his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Live and local, so much happening this morning. I know that District Attorney Larry Krasner will indeed be holding his usual Monday morning news conference. We're always tracking that and tracking the latest for you as we move through the morning. You know, I want to talk, I will be talking moving forward about the the wife of a uh, pro-life advocate, local family, a whole bunch of kids. You think about this time of year, how busy you are with your kids. They have seven children living in uh, Bucks County. And you think about what your focus is. Your focus is on work, getting everything ready, you know, for the, you know, especially when it's over the weekend and, you know, making sure everything's organized for the kids' school. And a family's life, their entire life was turned upside down in an unbelievable, it's unbelievable to me what's happening locally to the Hauk family. Nice family, never had any interactions with the law. And all of a sudden, the, the bang comes at the door. And they've, what? What in the world is happening? Who, who's here? What's going And, you know, the feds surrounding their home. We've been talking about the FBI raid of the Houck's family home in Bucks County. Well, it turns out that a year ago, uh, Mr. Houck, who is a prominent Catholic pro-life advocate, and works at many levels within the Catholic Church, within his church community, but is nationally known for his work. And it turns out that a a scuffle outside a clinic in Philadelphia, which resulted in zero criminal charges, didn't even seem to raise the eyebrow of, for example, D.A. Larry Krasner. Philadelphia police were called because there was a scuffle outside. Sometimes this does happen outside clinics as those... Um, Catholic or Christian or and or pro-life individuals are outside, usually with rosaries or usually in prayer. Sometimes they're silent. Sometimes they're praying out loud. Sometimes you'll have a back and forth between individuals. But we're, we're learning more about this case and the attorneys in the case and as it moves forward. But this man was yanked from his home. This was a show. It was a display and it was a show of force by President Joe Biden's Department of Justice. That's what this was. And people need, we all need to keep our eye on the ball, do we not? We need to focus on what's really happening. This has nothing to do with whatever allegedly happened outside because police were called. 
when when a scuffle and and you know somebody started shouting and then it evolved into something right or devolved into something that's not it's not about criminal or alleged criminal activity that's not what this is about this is about intimidation and if they can do it to this family and a year later come up with federal charges and yank a father and dad from his home from his suburban home if they can do that who are they coming for next and what happens when it's you or me because of the fact that we exercise our freedom of speech that's how this is serious it's not just one case this is not an isolated incident this is intimidation by the government and if this happened you know in a communist country or another country we'd say oh look at their evil government we don't as americans we don't think that this kind of thing happens here but it does. It is. It's happening in real time. And this is our crazy upside down land that I'm always talking about. So I'll go through some local news. I do want to update you on what's happening locally. And um, then we'll get into, you'll hear from from uh, Mrs. Houck. You'll hear from her as well. And you'll hear as well from what people in the Catholic community, what leadership is. October is Respect for Life Month in the Catholic Church and in many Christian churches, and I I believe in in you know synagogues as well. So I don't I don't know that this is uh, particularly a Catholic thing. I think a lot of times in the fall, this time of year, and some some denominations, some different people will say, well, we're expanding this to mean adoption, to think about taking in a foster child, and even with regard to what's happening in Fort Myers, which is obviously suffering extensive damage, uh, loss of life, loss of homes. People have lost everything. And yet we hear so many people just prayerful and thankful that they're alive. So sometimes even this month means reaching out and helping someone else in their life. So there are different interpretations. But I know at, you know, at church on Sunday, uh, that was a focus to think about respecting life and what does that mean to you, respecting life. And when, when, I, when I saw it, you know, this Sunday, because it was October 2nd, as October begins, I immediately thought about the disrespect for life, for human life in Philadelphia, as we've now lost a heartbreaking, I mean, it's heart-wrenching, officially 403 people murdered in the city of Philadelphia, as we think about that, just the lack of respect for life. And then the impact on school children as they head to school, thinking about, will a shootout happen by my school today? And yet the rhetoric continues, but where's the plan of action? We know that Philadelphia City Council has demanded from Mayor Jim Kenney and from the Kenney administration in the city of Philadelphia. City Council has said, we want to see in writing, we want your plan of action. How will you make a, a difference? and lay this out for us over the next 90 days. I wish it were a 30-day plan, (laughs) but I think they were being reasonable and fair to say we want to see the plan and what that plan entails. So over a 90-day period, what will you do? How will you make a difference? And most of all, they're pressing, pressing Mayor Jim Kenney to, of course, 
start spending the money. We have we know that we have a half a billion dollar surplus in the budget, and we know that we have hundreds of millions of dollars. A lot of these are federal, state, local, you know, a combination, but mostly federal. And we know that, thanks, Anthony, uh, we have so many changes. So thanks for bearing with me today. I'm in a new studio. The good news is I am out of the closet (laughs) as of today. I was in this, the way our studios were set up. So I got a new studio today. I'm very excited about it, but just working out some of the technical issues this morning. And of course, as Murphy's Law would have it, it all happens on a big day as we make some important debuts. But you know what's most important? What is most important is serving you the information and the news that you deserve. And it's all about what's happening. It's all about the midterms coming up. But it's all about freedom and defending freedom. And that's what I stand for. Listen to what happened over the weekend, the way it's being reported. These are Temple University students robbed at gunpoint. A terrifying situation for these students. Thank goodness nobody was shot. Nobody physically injured, but of course, terrified, terrified to have a gun pointed at your head. And you think about that. You know, no, they didn't shoot you. They could have. And your, your life flashes before you as you're thinking about, is this the day I die? That's, that's a reality in the city of Philadelphia for a student just trying to, to enjoy being back to school in person. And the, this is the latest We'll go to a full 6ABC News report on these Temple students. What happened when they were robbed at gunpoint? Well, tonight, police are looking for the men who allegedly held up several Temple University students at gunpoint. The frightening situation occurred as they waited to attend an off-campus event. Action News reporter Brianna Gallagher spoke with students who say this has become all too common. What started as a typical Saturday night near Temple's campus in North Philadelphia quickly turned to horror. Something like that is just really scary to know and something that like makes you want to be more aware of your surroundings, especially in that kind of social setting. Police say around 845, six students from ages 18 to 21 were on Edgeley and Diamond Streets when four suspects walked up to them, pointed a gun and stole cell phones, wallets, bank cards, identifications and $120. The university says the students had been in line to go to a house party where there was live music like musicians from the university they'll come they'll do shows in the house in the basement a lot of people will show up to those Aiden Russell lives on the block where the armed robbery happened he says he's been a victim of crime in this neighborhood too uh, somebody came through smashed my window in with something stole my laptop stole my tablet central detectives are investigating police say none of the victims were hurt and Temple says the Dean of Students called them today offering support and resources including counseling I feel like Temple they believe that they're doing all that they really could, but I feel like there can be more. Students say they don't feel safe walking at night. It's a shame. It's kind of, it's a harsh reality, but it's definitely something normal that is to hear around here. You know what I mean? It sucks. You know, you want to come here to get an education and you expect a certain level of safety. And when it's not given to you, uh, you, you feel bad. You Temple know? does offer a shuttle service for any student who doesn't feel safe walking in or around campus. As for the investigation, police say they have surveillance video from the neighborhood they're hoping will help. So I love I love how, you know, the students are trying to be diplomatic, but saying, I feel like they could do more. Yeah, because you know what? No matter where no matter where you are in life no matter what your politics, when a gun is pointed to your head 
at close range and you're facing that thug who says, give me your phone, give me your money, pointing a gun at your head, at your face, at your body, saying, give up your stuff or or else, it's terrifying. What's also terrifying is that the total number of students in this group, eight, eight Temple University students were told between the ages of 18 to 21, and three people robbed them at gunpoint. And so, you know, a lot of, and you can sound off if you want. Hi, I'm Dawn. I'm at Twitter, at Dawn Stensland, little at sign Dawn Stensland, 855-839-1210 is the number to call. But if you're going to call and say, oh, well, Dawn, they should have all had, you know, had a firearm. They should have, had, you know what, whether whether I carry or not, if you're saying if they had a legal right, a, a permit to carry, at that point, and, and I hope anybody who's thinking about if you don't already have a, a permit to carry and you, and you carry a firearm, which is your right, but if you do, I would say you should take some training. And for me, I would say whether or not I am packing a firearm, if somebody came up at that close range to a group, because you have eight students and you have three thugs with firearms, I'm thinking, at that point, Probably not a good idea to pull out your firearm. Why? Because there are too many. There, there's too high a risk. If they really are, if they really are just saying, "Give us your stuff," and the feeling is, if we give this, they're not, they're not going to kill us. And so that's something every individual has to take into account. But I think that they did the right thing by just giving up their stuff. Don't have eye contact. You know, all the stuff we've heard, we've actually heard this in news conferences, don't have eye contact. Because the more you have eye contact, first of all, it's considered a threat. And and then second of all, they're thinking, well, this person is really, they're looking, they're eyeballing me. They're going to be able to ID me, possibly. So you don't want to have, you want to look away. Just look away and give them your stuff. So at that point, I probably would say, if it's that close range, because you don't know Maybe you're going to save your life, but not your friends. I mean, that's a horrible situation to to have to face. I'm just saying. But this was a large group. It wasn't a group of two or three or four, eight, eight students. And that this is like easy pickings. This is easy, easy money for these people. And so, you know, I, I think that at some point this will hurt our universities, and we have amazing, amazing universities. We are so blessed in this area. When you think of Temple, Penn, Drexel, the list goes on and on. But if if we are all, or our kids, our neighbors are viewed as easy prey for predators in this culture of crime in Philadelphia that is continuing out of control, you will see people just saying, nope, I'm not going to this I'm not going to this campus. I'm not going to this school. And so ultimately, it hurts all of us in Philadelphia. It hurts the businesses, the restaurants. And we've already talked about the fact that so many of you have said, Matt, I moved out of the city. I won't go into the city or at least certain hours. This was over the weekend, but it wasn't an ungodly hour. So just think about that. 
And we could go on and on as far as the crime. Um, I I do want to go to this Fox 29 story before I take a quick break, but I, I do want to go to this story that aired on Fox 29 to just paint the picture for the mayhem. It's the wild, wild west in Philadelphia. So you, you think about what happened, 4th and, and Market Streets. So this is right near, in other words, do we have the sound on this? Do we have the report yes. on this? Okay, this, this was actually right outside of the Fox 29 studios, which is the uh, audio right, we have. 4th and Market. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I worked there for, you know, nearly a decade. Before that, I worked at CBS3, which is fifth and, was 5th and Market, right there in Independence Mall. So if you know this area, an old city, it's also right next to, ironically, you know, where the Liberty Bell is, ho- is housed, historic Philadelphia, where, in fact, the, the signers, you know, debated the Constitution. And that's the irony here, is, is the, the freedoms that are being robbed of Philadelphia right before our eyes in this historic old city. And, and you think about that in the history of this city, and we have a few you know, wing nuts who can't figure out a plan to protect our freedoms and keep us safe instead of living in this constant state of fear in Philadelphia. This is the Fox 29 News Report. Seen right outside of our old city studios here is hundreds of cars and people, along with absolute chaos right here Crazy. at 4th and Market. Now, eventually, police were able to get that scene clear, but similar scenes took place at Broad and York and along the 1900 block of Sedgley. Our Marcus Espinosa reports. If it weren't for the video surveillance you're about to see, you'd be hard-pressed to believe what happened on this corner of 4th and Market last night just before 10 o'clock as this block locked down by hundreds of people and vehicles doing donuts in the middle of the intersection. Have you ever seen that? No. No. Tire marks are scattered over the wet and dreary pavement at the corner of 4th and Market. Road scars left behind from high-powered vehicles taking their cars through the spin cycle. It's like a movie, bro. A movie with the scene taken right out of the Fast and Furious franchise. The chaos unfolding just before 10 last night. Vincent Tucker Hall is the manager here at Bangin' Breakfast and Wild Brunch on Market Street. He says they were closed well before this mayhem ensued, but feels bad for his neighbors. There's a few stores that's open here at night, so that probably was an issue for them. Passerbys I showed the video to of last night say they've never seen anything like it before. No, is this some type of like underground group that that just goes to places and? Oh, there were there was a fireworks show too. Wow. Philadelphia police eventually responding and dispersing the crowd and reopening traffic. It's unclear if any charges or legal action resulted from the event. No injuries have been reported so far. It's very unsafe. Yeah. It's a hazard. In Old City, Marcus Espinosa, Fox 29 News. Yeah, so this is crazy and it's obviously planned. So we've seen these pop-ups over the years with hundreds of teenagers doing this and, in fact, committing violence. So we've reported on this going back during the pandemic, mostly, with huge crowds of mostly underage teenagers. Remember there was one in the Northeast, in Northeast Philadelphia, a couple years ago, and and that one did result in a few arrests, uh, vandalism, disorderly conduct, that sort of thing. But we're seeing more and more of this across the region. And ultimately, to me, 
these these uh, kids or whoever they are, they're getting together on social media. They think this is cool, funny, whatever. But the bottom line is they think, nah, we're not going to get arrested. And they're right. We saw the Wawa storm. That made national news. More and more, I'm over the weekend especially, you know, I get these alerts on Twitter or social media, whatever, and it's always Philadelphia, especially the New York media. I think they're saying, wow, Philadelphia's worse than us. And some, some weekends it is. And it's because, look at the leadership, look at what's happening. And so in the Wawa case, for example, the police, they know their marching orders. They're being instructed, disperse the crowd. So the leadership matters in this. No, 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 you're going to make arrests. You're going to arrest all these kids. You're going to round them up. Is that happening? No. Do you think that's the police officer's fault? Do you? Do you really? 855-839-1210. You think under a different administration, the same thing would be happening? No, it wouldn't be. This has to do with leadership. The quality of leadership matters. And in Philadelphia, we do not have high quality leadership, clearly. 855-839-1210 is the number to call as we move forward. This is The Dawn Show. I'm Dawn Stensland. We're making many important debuts today. We'll talk about that moving forward. And we'll talk about the fact that it was a big football weekend. It's all still ahead right here on The Dawn Show. Moving forward, in the 11 a.m. hour, you'll hear from the wife and mom whose home was raided in Bucks County. We'll talk about that much more. Let's talk about, you know, the the race as we uh, think about what's happening uh, at the level of Pennsylvania governor. Hi, I'm Dawn Stensland. It's been a crazy morning. I don't know if you had storm damage, but this morning uh, when I got up to leave, there were these huge, like the trees that I guess, I guess parts of dead trees. I live in the Chestnut Hill section of Philadelphia. Man, it just started out crazy with um, our driveway was partially blocked and I'm moving that stuff and ay ay ay, what a crazy day. And then we're switching around studios, which is a good thing ultimately, but it's October already, October 3rd. Think about this with the midterms coming up in about a month, a little over a month away. But Anthony, tell me about, Anthony is, so Matt DeSantis is moving to afternoons with Rich Scioli from three to seven. So we're, this is our big debut day where we're going all live and local from 6 a.m. to, um, what, 7 p.m. So Rich Scioli, who thinks he's going to get more sleep, you can sound off on this one, find me on Twitter, at Don Stenzlin, but he thinks he's somehow going to get more sleep. Trust me, he's going to get less. Because <laughs> now he's got to get up with the kids, and he's the cook in the family too, which is great. So um, so he, he's going to make everybody breakfast, get up at 6, get the kids off to school, except for Reagan, who's, you know, 2. So he'll be helping out with baby Reagan, as I call her, but now she's two. Then he's got to do show prep, do whatever he's got to do, but then he's on the air for four hours. So you figure with drive time, so then by the time he gets home, it's eight o'clock at night. It's, it's dark, rough. That's, I mean, I right? was doing afternoon drive before I came here, and it's, you know, if you don't do everything you need to do before your shift, uh, before you know it, it's like right. 8.30 and the day's over. The day's over. So then he's going to be exhausted so how long before Rich Scioli is 
on the air saying, oh, <laughs> oh my God, I'm exhausted. I need Fridays off. Um, Over under two months. <laughs> two months. There's no way. It's <laughs> maybe two weeks. Maybe. Um, but no, we look, we've expanded. The good news is, and I that's what I tweeted out with Rich. I mean, I love him no matter what time of day he's on, but he somehow thinks he's getting more sleep. Anybody who's a parent, especially he has three kids. Well, now he's no. on daddy duty. You know, right. he, he could get out of it before. And now he can't. Yeah. See, he's he's I don't know what he's thinking. I really don't. <laughs> and I know that he's going like I shouldn't say this syndicated like nationally syndicated in a minute, which is probably what, the real reason. But in any event, even if he does that, still exhausted, still not sleeping. I'm just saying. All right. I've said too much. Shh, scrape that. Jimmy, you got to you got to scrub that audio. That was a little inside information. Shh. It's well, it's among us. We're among friends. Right. So tell me about um. Tell me about the Pennsylvania's Pennsylvania governor race and all the trends. Is this sound? Is this you have the audio on this? Is this an audio? Link? Uh, no, that was just the morning call report. Oh, the morning recall. Okay, morning call. I should say. Yeah. So I find some of these trends fascinating, and there was another one in the Philly Tribune this morning as well. Is that the same one, the Philly Tribune? So the Philly Tribune was talking about the fact that African American voters are not really motivated here and that less have registered. And as they look at the polls, less and less black and brown voters in the Philadelphia and Pennsylvania region are not excited about the upcoming midterms. And this is bad news for Democrats. So that's one of their new polls coming out showing that, you know, African-American voters and, and the one, a couple articles that I saw just talked about how, and these are authors, some op-ed writing who are African-American are saying, hey, we've been we have been so taken for granted. We're taken for granted by the Democrats and they, they count on us time and time again to vote the same way. And yet this time around, many people are feeling like, you know, what have you done for me lately? Like the song, what have you done for me? What are you doing for me? When we think about crime, when we think about the school shutdowns, when we think about the, the mental health and well-being of our kids. And so to me, I think a lot of these issues come down to, again, it's, it's parents hurting after the school shutdowns. And then just the content of, of what's happening and what people seem to be worried about with, with regard to you know, helping our kids catch up or play catch up after all of this. So, you know, some of these polls and trends and then another one, and we can see it happening in real time. Why do you think Doug Mastriano, the candidate who wants to be the next governor of Pennsylvania, who's a Republican, who's running against Attorney General Josh Shapiro? I'll talk about this moving forward as well. Um, you know that. Why did Josh? Why did uh, Doug Mastriano, who's a state senator, why was he here in Philadelphia on Friday? Why was he indicted uh, in why was he invited by groups of pastors and faith-based leaders and why was he invited by small business leaders as well as those representing the Latina community why it's not a surprise because all of these communities well for various reasons perhaps but Latinas number 1 tend to be catholic christian conservative and 
And that is a fact. And we're seeing that more and more. I've been talking about this forever. So I'm glad somebody's finally taking a poll on it and, and realizing it. Um, number two, with shopkeepers, no matter what your ethnic background, if you are a mom and pop business in Philadelphia, you've been hurting and you've seen what the policies of Governor Tom Wolf did during the pandemic. You also see what the policies of city leadership have done. And you also know a little bit about the current Attorney General Josh Shapiro and how much he has stood up perhaps against some of the policies that are failing policies to keep our city safe, for example. Moving forward, I'll, I'll talk to you about um, Josh Shapiro. It was revealed that he did have in the past statements and had written briefs about uh, the transgender bathroom issue. And that may be surprising to you. I'll, I'll talk about that moving forward. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We want to take a quick break. I want to stay stay with the time here. I'll take a quick break. We'll come right back. Updating you live and local right here. This is the Dawn Show. I'm Dawn Stensland. Chaos crime in Philadelphia over the weekend. It continues. And we'll talk about the latest polls, yes, that show that especially progressive so-called Democrats losing momentum as we get a little closer and it gets a little more serious as we head toward the midterms. But I'm going to begin, you can always call me, 855-839-1210 is the number to call, at Dawn Stensland on Twitter. So we're getting some of your calls in. Brian, you want to talk about what happened with the chaos in Philadelphia, 4th and Market, over the weekend? Hey, Brian. Good morning, Dawn. The most disturbing part of your story there, the recap, was the police response time. So uh, they had it on Fox News today that they were there for at least five minutes doing the donuts. They had to organize, get there, do their thing, and then get away. This is right near our nation's liberty bell. So my question is, there's been a hands-off policy with these ATVs running rampant all over the uh, city. Police had a hands-off policy. And are the police just saying, listen, 
I'm not going to lose my pension over getting involved with these guys. And let let them do their thing. Let it be wild, Wes. And I want to hear from the police commissioner. Why was the response time over five minutes uh, for police to respond at our nation's Liberty Bell area? Yes. And we as you know, Philadelphia residents and the, the community at large, we have the right to know. But I want you to think about this. Even even Christine Coulter, longtime, highly respected veteran of the Philadelphia Police Department, was actually the first female, if you, if you want to, you know, I don't think it's because she's a, she was a woman, but technically she was the first female to be acting commissioner, to be commissioner, um, right after Commissioner Rich Ross left. And that was before Outlaw was brought in, before Danielle Outlaw. But I want you to think about this. If Christine Coulter, as a a deputy, cannot voice her concerns about the way things will be, and that's reportedly what happened, that she and the commissioner got into a heated debate, as you might get into with a coworker or even with your boss, when you think that that they are going in the wrong direction with, with regard to any issue, and the fact that she was demoted because you're not even allowed to question it. That should tell us a lot about how things are being run. So, yes, there is a definite threat to these officers. And think about what we have with with officers going, you know, this is unprecedented in Philadelphia. How many officers in the line of duty, even when officers were injured during a chase, and the way that they're being prosecuted and persecuted and threatened with jail time and their own their own issued firearm is now now becomes uh, you know ha- they have gun charges associated to them using their firearm i mean it's insanity don't let me quick quick question what is the process to actually ask that question to the police commissioner or the mayor or actually just uh, a simple question. Why was the response time what it was in our nation's capital area? It, how do we get that question asked on, on, on tape? I mean, that to where the citizens can hear the answer. Well, and you bring up another great point. Up until recently, everything was on Zoom. So you couldn't really, I mean, it was, it was controlled. And so now city council started meeting in person. Um, but I... As far as it still seems to me that a lot of these city uh, with the mayor and the police commissioner, a lot of them seemed highly controlled to me. And remember, I remember I have to have her on Christian, uh, Kristen Johansson, who's the crime and justice reporter at my sibling station. We're in the same building. She's down the hall at KYW News Radio. Remember, she was actually denied access to a couple of D.A. Krasner's news conferences back when they were in person. Do you remember this? So the, the, yeah, the, they used COVID. Yeah. They already, this was not just COVID. They were doing this. They wanted to do it before COVID. But that, to me, as, as a long time, somebody who's been a news reporter and news television news anchor in this market for many, you know, for decades of my life, to see somebody denied access into that, I said, whoa, that's something that's unprecedented and then, and then it's disingenuous. Oh, oops, she wasn't on our list. Well, come on, you know her. She has her her press credentials right there that are city issued. She was denied because she's somebody who's asking the tough questions. 
just moving forward, Dawn, for the, this new mayor, whoever's the new mayor in Philadelphia, it should be incumbent that a new policy has to have that they have to take a live press conference each week, not only from maybe, uh, you know, the, the media, but local people in the community, just maybe one question and a follow up of things that and they have to answer. This should be a, a requisite to be a mayor or a leader in our nobody yes. they're all hiding and it's terrible it is terrible and your point is well taken i i appreciate you thanks for calling brian i mean this is an important issue that back in the day was a no-brainer think about i'll give you an example think about uh, mayor ed rendell who then became governor and think about how accessible he was whether or not you support all of his policies you know thumbs up or thumbs down on him ed rendell you saw him in person constantly. Remember, he was at every event. He was seven days a week. And whether they were big events, whether they were for fundraising, whether even for schools, big schools, big, uh, you know, parish events or synagogue events. I mean, Ed Rendell, you just wondered, how does this guy do this? But he always made himself accessible. And part of his charm, but also the fact that he was in touch with voters and with with his constituents was he always was out and about. So not only news conferences, but as well, he was in in communities all the time. And he used to brag about it, you know, that nobody's done this before. But as far as the weekends, he didn't think, oh, this is a public appearance and I'm just going to show up and wave. No, no, no. He shook hands. He talked to people. He listened to people. And it was part of why I believe he was so very popular People liked him because they felt like they could walk up to him, Ed, I really hate what you did, blah, 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 blah. But no matter what, you felt like you had access to your mayor. And it, it felt like he was evolving in, and would even be willing to, with the business community, whatever it was, he was willing to have the conversation. That was at least the, the media imagery. I think there's a lot of truth to that. But this is opposite of that. These city officials are hiding. Brian's exactly right. They're hiding. And there's a lack of transparency. And to be fair, I will say that I am glad to see, for example, the state senator, Doug Mastriano, who's a Republican, who wants to be your next governor, who and the the latest fundraising um, dollars are out. So I'll get into all of that between he and Shapiro. I'll talk about that moving forward. But I will say, because I always try to be fair minded in all of this, up until a week ago, Mastriano had not spent much or any time with officially campaigning in Philadelphia. Maybe he was waiting for you know the month of October to, to just say, nope, I'm out every day on the campaign trail. I think that's a good thing because why you're fostering that feeling of transparency, exactly what we're talking about, that you're out in the community, that you're trying to earn each and every person's vote. And even if they give you some, you know, tough advice or have some tough words, the fact that you're out there and you're you're with the voters saying, hey, I'm applying for this job. I want this vote. Here I am. I'm being transparent. Ask me any question. And by doing so, Mastriano, I think is also a smart move because why? He's cutting out the middle person, which in this in this case is the media. So by trying to go to Philadelphia neighborhoods or suburban neighborhoods, by trying to get out in the community and having events, and I would say in the fall we have so many different events 
with fall fests and all of that, the more that Mastriano can get out among people, talk about his combat, you know, combat, um, you know, experience, the fact that he's, you know, high level, what a corporal, right? Um, or cr- colonel, I should say, colonel in the United States Army, combat veteran, his level of experience and all of his clearances and the fact that every time you look up, there's an ad, no matter where you are in my building, we have TV monitors everywhere. Every monitor is extreme, dangerous, Mastriano. I mean, it's, it's constant. You go in the Acme, all the TV screens are on. Usually we're watching sports. But you look up, dangerous, extreme, far right, Mastriano. I mean, it's day in and day out. You're being pounded with those messages. And so the more he can get out, cut out the media um, that will per- perhaps filter or muffle his message, and obviously he doesn't have the kind of money that, Mastri- that um, his opponent, Josh Shapiro, has, the more he comes out and can meet with people, and say, hey, I, I am with you. I served in the military. And, and get out there. I think that he's a very personable guy. But I know people personally. I said, oh, you're not going to have him in the studio. He's, oh, he's dead. I said, what in the heck are you thinking to say such a thing? This is somebody who's been a state senator. Nobody called him this before. You got to think for yourself. No matter who you're going to vote for, my goodness, think for yourself. And, you know, maybe this works for any candidate because everybody's skeptical of the media and the media messaging. But ultimately, I I just think we we have to be cynical. We have to look at every candidate and we have to say, hey, media or hey, whatever advocacy group says they want to be a voice for you. No, no, no. You are your own voice. This is America. And you have your rights. You are sovereign in this nature. In this nature, Nobody else speaks for you. You have your own voice. You have your own vote. And I truly hope, and I was talking to the football moms over the weekend, maybe we'll get into this, but people saying, oh, my friends, they don't want to vote. They think it's done. It's not a done deal. And we've seen that happen too. You saw that happen in real time with what happened in New Jersey. Uh, Rizzioli has talked about that a lot. And I've spoken with so many people in New Jersey who regret the fact that they just were convinced that it was a done deal and that it was going to go in the way of the incumbent, in that case, Governor Phil Murphy. And they really regretted that they just didn't vote. So sometimes the messaging with the media is to try to get people to feel like your vote doesn't matter, which is a sin, as I say. This is The Dawn Show, 855-839-1210. We'll take a quick break. Come right back. I love this story about Wawa, because I do love Wawa. I know I'm biased, but I think I'm at Wawa like every single day. You don't really appreciate Wawa until- I missed it so much. Right? Because you were in Hartford. Yeah, yeah. And so anytime you travel and there's not a Wawa, and you try to go to, I don't know, their low energy convenience store, and there's nothing fresh, and it's slow, and you go- what did I want my Wawa? <laughs> so I do. I, I'm always going to side with Wawa in every case. Now they've warned this uh, New Jersey candidate to stop using similar imagery in uh, his campaign logo to theirs. Because, of course, the it's iconic and it's the app, too, with the like it's red with the it's got the goose outline. Right. And Wawa, of course, started here in our area as a farm. And they always promised fresh local foods and then they always promise the lowest gas price 
But do we have sound on this from NBC10? Do you have sound from the story? Do you have audio? No, it was just a quick, okay. like, 30-second, oh, okay. you know, know, it wasn't had, anything like, of substance. But the crazy part to me within this story is that the candidate who happens to be a Democrat, to me it doesn't matter. If Whatever your politics, you should not go against Wawa because everybody loves Wawa. Dude, you're going to lose, okay? It's just not a good look. You don't look smart. But this, the case is it's a New Jersey congressional candidate. Is um, And the story goes on NBC10 committing what some in the area would consider a mortal sin. I don't know if it's a mortal sin. I'm just going to say it's a low energy sin, but they've gone against Wawa wishes. So this is Matt Jenkins, who is a Democrat who's running for Congress. First of all, he's going to get crushed because he's running against District 4 incumbent Chris Smith. Okay, who's a Republican, but we all know Chris Smith. We got to get him on the show to talk about Lyme disease, by the way. Because he's got that report, note to self. But in any event, this this idiot thinks, oh, well, this is a good idea. I'm gonna... So they they had attorneys send letters to him saying your logo is, you know, basically it looks exactly like Wawa's, and it'll get confused with with theirs, and it's copyright protected, and so on and so forth. You can't do that. So Jenkins, you know, the brain trust here showing how stupid he is, he puts out on Twitter that that's pretty much the whole point. So this guy now (laughs) admitting that he purposely committed that. So now if you're the Wawa, here's the thing. If you're the attorneys for Wawa, you're thinking, oh man, this guy, you know, now it's, it's kind of like, well, we have to, we have to go through with the lawsuit. We have to take him to court because he's saying he hopes that voters confuse him with Wawa. This is this is how this is the brain trust of this guy. <laughs> and so um, has Chris Smith, has he um, Congressman Chris Smith, has he re- see he needs to reply to this. It says for a lot of people in our district, Wawa represents them. When we launched this race to replace Chris Smith, I wanted our logo to feel instantly similar. So he's a U.S. House candidate for in New Jersey for District 4 said he wants uh, the symbol of Wawa, yet, dude, you're, you know, you're plagiarizing a corporate symbol, and it's wrong. And you're just saying that you're purposely doing something illegal for publicity. Idiot. So that's, I think that was based, I'm, I'm summarizing what the Chris Smith campaign basically said, that he was uh, plagiarizing a corporate symbol, and it's wrong, it's illegal, you're a loser, and you're going to lose anyway. Does that does that summarize it, Anthony? <laughs> yeah, I think you did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that's I, that is just political pandering, like at its finest, right there, and just admitting it too. Well, it's showing that you're not that bright. That's that's the bigger problem because you're going up against Wawa's corporate leaders. And this is this is a company, and you're going up against their leaders and their attorneys, and they have a team of attorneys, and 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 they're the, so they're the brightest attorneys that Wawa, you know, would hire because they're going to have high quality people. So now this guy is going to be taken to court and he could be sued. You you can't do that. And so he could be sued. He could have to pay. So it's just, it's just saying, dude, you're not that bright by doing this. It's not smart. It would have behooved him to at least been, you know, be disingenuous and just say, oh, oh yeah. I, oh, I just must love Wawa. Oops. Sorry. But he's too stupid to even do that. So that's that's the latest on this guy. I want to stay on time 
one of the headlines that we may have lost, wow, 550, is that a half a billion dollars? I hope that's not 550 billion. The latest headline is how many billions we may have lost in fraud with COVID money because why we're just doling it out. And of course, the criminals are coming for the money. That's um, making national news right now. We'll dive into that as well. The Dawn Show comes right back at the top of the hour. We will revisit and you'll hear from this this mom who's devastated by what's happening with the FBI raiding her home, her children terrified, and her husband taken from their home. Why? Because he is a pro-life Catholic Christian advocate. It's all just ahead right here on The Dawn Show. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.